This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, pet lovers. This is Michelle Fern, your host on Best Pets for Pets. You know, if you have cats like I do and a dog, you have a challenge with when they eat. If the food's on the floor, they gulp it down. At least my cats do. They puke. Or if it's on the floor, Nikki has not found a bowl. He cannot tip over. I don't know what's with him. Everywhere. Everything has to go everywhere. So I want to share with you this great discovery that uh, my next guest invented that is just amazing. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to welcome Alden Martinez. He's the founder of Catio Duggio. Welcome, Alden. Hi. How's it going, Michelle? Going great. So you invented this really cool product for your dogs or cats. They're floating bowl sets. And I love the names, Doggy Diner and Kitty Cafe. I tried the Doggy Diner for Nikki, who's the messiest. He's a little dog, but he's the messiest dog ever. He always turns his bowl and flips everything over. But your bowl did the trick. He wasn't able to like get it out. He'd have to literally take one piece out, put it on the floor. I think he did that twice and he thought this is not the same thing. I think it's amazing. First, let's talk about what the floating bowl set is and then why did you design it? What? How did you come up with the idea? Well, Kitty Cafe and Doggy Diner both came out of a need. We have the same problem with our cats, constantly knocking their bowls over, constantly taking food out of the food bowl and put, dropping it into the water bowl. We have a lot less of that now, but basically our cats were throwing up a lot. They didn't have health issues. They were fine. They were totally healthy. But for some reason, we just continued to have problems with that, with, with them, you know, scarfing and barfing. And I was like, okay. Let me start figuring this out. I was working on Catio, our, our flagship product, which is the cat litter box that goes in the window like an AC unit. And we had a fire destroy our manufacturing facility and COVID hit right after that. And then we got invited to SuperZoo last year. And we were scrambling because it was like, oh my God, we have nothing to put in our booth but our Catio prototypes. Like, what are we going to do? So we have about 20 five products that we're working on in the background, kind of on the back burners. And the bowls were kind of second line along with the super scoop that we didn't be coming out with as well. And I very quickly and surprisingly went back to our manufacturer who had months before that told me they were bogged down in PPE. They didn't have time to do anything. So I, I kind of 
after we got the super zoo invite i was like okay last ditch effort let me see if i can get these guys on board and they were like your timing's perfect we're coming out of ppe production we're down about 10 percent. we're starting to go back into consumer and commercial products it's like thank you like it, that was a huge relief so i quickly got the bowls designed and sent it over to them we got the tooling done very quickly and pumped out they within a couple of months they had given me a huge box of sample bowls for super zoom and that's how things got started it took a few more months after that it took us about four more months to actually get the bowls in but once we did like they've been a game changer and we had 3d printed the bowls we 3d print all our products but we had been testing with our cats and some test groups we, we sent them out to friends and family to test for us and they've been a game changer and then just for those of you that are listening, SuperZoo is one of the largest events for vendors, for buyers in the pet industry. It's huge. That and I think Global Pet Expo, those yep. two are probably the largest in the U.S. In the U.S., yes. Yeah. And two of the three largest in the world. So, yeah, that was, uh, we got the invite. We're like, you know, literally going into scramble mode, like, oh, what are we going to do? And like I said, the, the, the bowls had kind of, I had already had them designed. We were 3D printing them and tweaking the design and finally sent them over to uh, to the manufacturer. We tweaked them a little bit more. And like I said, next thing you know, we had bowls in hand and we were off to the races. This is a challenging question here for you, Alden. For everyone that's listening, can you give like a good visual description of the bowls? Sure. So, yeah, this would be much easier if we had show and tell here. We could do it on video, but uh, since we're doing a podcast, what I did was it's very simple. It takes about one minute to install this. The bowls for your cat or dog, install at any height. So, you know, some people feed their cats on the floor, ground level, same as their dogs. Some people have issues with their dogs or kids trying to eat out their, their cat bowls, especially dogs eating cat food. It's like junk food to them. So exactly right. these can be mounted anywhere. So if you have a cat tree, you could put them at the height of the cat tree and your cat could be out of there. They can be mounted at just, you know, standing height like you see on our website. They can be mounted. Some people feed their cats on the counter, something we don't do. We don't let our cats on the counters, but some people do feed their cats up there. And these bowls have a little 12 inch wall mount and they have two slots in there. And then the two bowls slot directly into the wall mount. And like I said, it's three screws comes with a screw pack with a hardware pack with three screws three a drywall anchors in there and it literally takes you about a minute to install so very very simple screwdriver or screw gun and a, a level and you're off the races and our cats like i said since installing and testing this with them and our, our test groups total game changer completely hating digestion no more scarf and bar they line up which is crazy they get in, they get in a queue to eat the food before they fight over the bowl like if we eat you put one bowl down before the other one. They're fighting over it now. They literally line up to take a turn eating up the bowl. It's absolutely crazy. And the other thing, which we didn't think would be a side effect, a positive side effect, is that our cats have basically stopped. Their hairballs have diminished almost to nothing. Like, they barely have hairballs anymore. Still don't understand why, but happy side effect. It, yeah. it did something there with their digestion. But again, food's not getting caught in their throats. It's not sitting in there. And imagine if you try to eat with your chin on your chest it's basically the same thing it's it seems like it'd be natural but it's not a natural thing for them to eat off the floor uh dogs either because they're fighting gravity they don't have lips like we do to hold their food in so they're literally jerking the food back into their throats and what happens when they're when they're on the floor they basically the food is sitting in their throat so as soon as they get their eating they walk off they go over eating they will just throw the food right up 
So all of that has stopped for us, and it's been just an incredible game changer for us, you know, having the bowls and salt. I'm a big fan of raised bowls, especially for cats, because I won't talk about what I use, but I really like yours. But I had to raise them because my dog was always eating the cat food. Always, always. And you're right. They line up. They line up on their cat trees. I have one cat that's, she's so weird. Charlotte's just weird. Sometimes she wants to eat on, my dining room table is like a high top and there's a center in the middle. Mm -hmm. Sometimes she likes to hide in there. So I have to, I have to move her bowl and it's off the ground also, but it's like hiding in the middle. I don't know what her deal is. And every so often one of them is too lazy. So she's waiting for the bowl to come on the floor. But I just used to look at her back and say, no, it's up here. You want to eat? It's up here. Yep. But, but what I like also is that for, so it's, we know that from what you're, everything you mentioned and what I just discussed, it's really good for cats, but I yes. like that for dogs also, it's a great option because some dogs are taller than others. Some dog, you right. know, bending down, you know, you can't always get the right height on a bowl and exactly. some dogs have the floppy ears, which is an issue. Some dogs like Nikki are, he's, Nikki's just a little nuts is what we call him. He has <laughs> this, something compels him to flip the food over everywhere. I don't know what, oh, yeah. oh, I don't yeah. know why love they to don't do- get it everywhere and he has yep. wet and dry so it depends it's not always one or the other he just flips everything he'll find what he wants in there sometimes you have to hide a pillow and like some you know something oh yeah oh yeah he'll yeah, find pockets or whatever but yeah but everything else gets f- everywhere flipped everywhere yeah with the doggy diner is great now i want to ask you you have a bowl there's a food bowl and a water bowl how has your success been with water bowls getting messy? Because they're raised. They're raised, not as much of an issue like when they're on the floor. So a lot of things, you know, a lot of positive things about having up on the floor. First off, whatever height you were just saying that your, you know, your cats and dogs, cats are typically about the same size, but one of our cats is huge. He's almost three feet long. And our other two cats are about half the size. But so they, they have different heights, but we kind of have found a happy medium for them. But, you know, with dogs, most dogs are, I mean, if you have two different breeds in your house, you're probably going to have two different sizes, two different heights. And that's what we like about the bowls and being able to wall mount them. You can put it at exactly the right height that you need it for your, for your pet. The other good thing is that, like a lot of times we tell people just order two sets and have it split because cats and dogs, for some reason, they love to take some food out. And sometimes it's by accident. It's inadvertent. But a lot of times we see the cats pick it up, drop it in the food, in the water bowl. So we just tell people split them up order two sets and make one set for water and one set for food and that way they can't do that so but they tend you know in general when they're on the floor it's always a mess of course and then I, I designed it with the placemat that's it's sturdy but it's also flexible so as the kibble falls down you just take the uh, placemat and you just pour the food right back into the bowl put the placemat back down okay we're going to be right back right after this message from our sponsor For those fortunate to have experienced the deep bond and unconditional love of a companion animal, the death that follows can be one of the most difficult and misunderstood losses to go through. Many times, this devastating loss goes unrecognized and trivialized by family and friends, leaving grieving pet parents struggling to find healthy ways to cope with the loss. In And I Love You Still, a thoughtful guide and remembrance journal for healing the loss of a pet, 
Dr. Julianne Corbin calls attention to the difficulties unique to the loss of a beloved pet and provides an interactive and compassionate guide to help you process your loss and work towards coming to a place of peace and healing. For those interested in journal therapy and looking for a professionally written and compassionate resource to help understand and reconcile the grief associated with the loss of your pet, this book is for you. And I Love You Still, a thoughtful guide and remembrance journal by Julianne Corbin is now available for purchase on Amazon and other major book retailers. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. So we're talking with Alden Martinez. He's the founder of Catio and Doggio about uh, their great new doggy diner and kitty cafe floating bowls. So we were just talking about some of the benefits of the floating bowl sets. And I was going to ask you, what about for height? And, you know, because you have some dogs that are tall. I mean, my niece has a Calhoun hound. He's huge. He's like, you know, four feet off the ground. And then there's you know, little teeny 120 ones, like, pounds little, or something. You know, yeah, he's there 140 pounds. He weigh, outweighs her. So, and then you have little teeny dogs. So what about sizes of the bowls? Nikki's little, he's having ease. So he had got the small bowl. Do you have different sizes for different dogs? Yep. So right now we do have, what we have available and it's already shipping. Uh, you get our site order right now are the one cup bowls. So they hold one cup of water, one cup of food. And we will be coming out with two cup size and three cup size. And those will be for basically the bowls we have out now are small size. We'll come out with the medium and larges. We're hoping by probably early next year. And those will be two and three cup. But the difference is like we were just talking about big dogs. We can't have the same mount that we have now. And everything that we're doing is modular. So there's no other modular wall-mounted pet bowls on the market, period. That's one of the reasons that I designed that to put on the market. But eventually, we're going to come out with different accessories that will connect on to the wall mount. So if you think about a garage system where you have, you know, in your garage, you can put a long strip and then you can put different hooks on the different tools. That's the purpose of this. And it'll be the same thing. We'll come out with accessories that will go on to there and you can buy different mounts and whatnot. So that's what we're working on for the larger bowl sizes as well, where it's going to require a much larger amount. It will have to go into a stud or we have to use toggle bolts because there's no big dogs will just, they can easily knock something off the wall. So we have to design it to where it's, you know, pretty solid and it's, you know, you can put it into, so yeah, we will be coming out with two and three cup sizes and that's good enough for, you know, for medium to big dogs. Then also, before we talk about how to introduce your fur babe to their doggy diner or kitty cafe bowl set, let's talk about cleanup for the pet parent because some, you know, it's modular, but it's on the wall. So how yep. easy is it? Is it better to wipe it clean or you could just snap it out and then dishwasher or rinse it? What's the best way to clean? Total game changer. You know, a lot of people clean their water bowls, especially every day. And sometimes their food bowls a couple of times a week. We do that. 
just to keep everything fresh. Now we've run them in the dishwasher on the bottom rack too, and they, they didn't even, nothing, they were perfect. But we say, just like we say on the website, top rack dishwasher safe, easy clean up. You can wipe them out very simply, pop them right back onto the, uh, like I said, the two slots just make it really easy. Lots of the bowls in, grab these your friend, but very easy to take off and clean and wipe out and put right back down. The, the big benefit for us in the game changer, we have robot vacuums and those robot vacuums are so strong and powerful. They have so much torque in their wheels that when they used to hit the water bowls, especially the food and water, they would literally knock stuff everywhere. So every day we would have to pick the bowls up to run the vacuum. And it's like, well, if the vacuum runs while we're not home, we're going to come home to a mess. So that was the other part of it was these need to be easy to clean, easy to mount on the wall, modular. And, you know, they're robot friendly, but they're also like, you know, just regular bowls on the floor. You've got to pick them up. If you sweep and mop or, or you know, clean the everyday or vacuuming around the bowls, you don't have to do any of that with what's that kitty cat there, doggy dog. They're wall mounted. The robot vacuum cruises right underneath, picks up everything, and you just obviously empty the robot back. And the same thing for sweeping or mopping. Like there's it's a no brainer. So total game changer on, on all levels, having the bowls up on the wall. You know what? There's another advantage too, and I live in Bugland, so that's you probably you uh, oh, yes. are in the UK, so you don't have this. But I'm in; it's as far south as you can go in the US. But it's we're not the south; we're like the northeast, southern northeast uh, area because I'm in South Florida, and we're not deep okay. south, which is so weird. But there's bugs here. Tons of bugs. Tons of bugs. It doesn't matter what kind of house cleaning or what you have. It's called the tropics. There are bugs. And it seems yes. like ever when a bowl is raised, it's less likely to have any ant or any, you know, mostly it's more likely ants. And that's a huge, huge benefit because on the floor, they just seem to gather, you know, and there's oh, yeah. big ants in the food bowl, but up above, you know, when they're raised, not so much. Yeah. I mean, you know, ants can crawl up a wall, so it doesn't, it, you could have them 10 feet up, they get to it. But what we've noticed is when we've had heat waves, you know, we're based out of Atlanta. So we would have these, you know, very hot times. And whenever we did, there would sometimes be ants coming in, but they're not coming in really for the food. They're coming in for the water. So that's the thing. But what we found to treat that, and it's nothing to do with, with the bowls or anything, but was to use oil, natural oil. You just put it on the floor, and it, especially peppermint oil, and they just disappear. They don't like it. I guess it burns their their skin or burns their something, but they just did not like the oil. The natural peppermint oils on the oil. floor. Okay, good to peppermint, know. Peppermint oil was the fix for uh, for having any issues like that. We've had it a couple times uh, happen to us, but in general, we found that they were coming for water. We tried to look for water source. And you have to be so careful too with whatever you use if you have pets because you never know what's going to be. That's right. You can't use boric acid if you have pets. You can't even, this is kind of funny, but this is true. When I had kittens, I had kittens that, that were from a kind of community cat mom that I was trying to take care of. And she kept having kittens before I could get her fixed. And we had raccoons coming because there's all kinds of strange animals here in Florida. So raccoons would come. So I had to make a paste of like all kinds of weird stuff and put it around the perimeter of the yard. My neighbor complained and wrote like this long note. Somebody's putting stinky stuff. And I said, I went to her door. You I said, have I have to, to do that. You, have you can't put, you have to, you know, do pet safe kind of pet friendly things to ward off animals and bugs and that kind of thing. But peppermint oil is a good tip. Okay, let's yes. talk also, what is the best way if you have 
older pet or finicky pet to maybe introduce your dog or cat to the doggy diner and kitty cafe. Now, I didn't have a problem with with Nikki. He went right for it. Food, water, right for it, nothing. But sometimes you have, you know, your fur babes kind of like, what is this? This is not my normal bowl. I, I don't know. Do you have any suggestions? Well, the craziest thing is, like you said, they go straight to it. Same thing with Katia. We install it in a window. They jump straight in it. Like, what is this? They're instantly curious. So, and we found dogs and cats to be the same way. They're like, what is this? Like, this this is not normal. And for some reason, it attracts them. And I don't understand why, but it just works. They just go to it. But yeah, we haven't had any issues with that in our testing with like, even with some finicky cats, they just were like, oh, what is this? And I don't know. It's almost like a safety thing for them too. That they can just sit there, they don't feel as vulnerable, like squatted down trying to eat or, or bent down. It's I feel like they're, I don't know, maybe they're more alert, so they're not as apprehensive to go up to the bowl. So we've had nothing but success having the bowls up on the wall versus on the floor. And, you know, the other thing about being on the floor, too, the other thing I hate about it is so many times walking and just accidentally stepping on or flipping over the bowls or kicking them. It's like you just all of those normal things that happen with the cleanup and the mess and accidentally, you know, running into them. And like I said, with a robot back, like none of those things are there anymore. It's it's gone because they're up, you know, mounted up off the wall. And it's like, you don't think so much about, oh, this is going to be such a game changer. And like I said, it has been from everything from the cat's digestion all the way to, you know, just super easy cleanup. Also, I want to mention, because I know probably I listeners are thinking, um, I wonder if this is a factor. I tested the doggy diner. So I... Not the kitty cafe, but I just wanted to, and I'm pretty sure I already know the answer to this, but just in case there's some inquiring minds wondering, hmm, I wonder if that's okay, you know. Sure, they can't see it, right? Well, for cats, they they can't, they don't like when their whiskers are touching the sides of their Correct. For food or drink. So kitty cafe cat friendly 100 percent. you haven't had any you know bad situations i'm sure with uh whisk because otherwise you would read the probably the bowls but let's just reassure everyone listening that there's no issues with whiskers touching the sides of the bowl right so that's that's the one other thing i was going to bring up a, a couple of minutes ago and i got sidetracked you know whisker stress and fatigue if you think about your cat, so I don't know if, if everyone knows this, but your cat's whiskers are exactly the same. They grow to the same width as what your cat is. So in other words, if your cat's trying to get, you know, let's say out in, in nature, cats back in the day, if they were trying to get into a space, they could go to the space, to the hole, you know, wall, whatever it was, and their whiskers would determine if they could fit inside the hole. So their whiskers are very sensitive and it's almost like your fingernails in a way that with cat whiskers, dog whiskers is sort of the same thing too. It tells them, it tells their bodies things, but the whisker stress and fatigue that you normally have, I purposely designed the bones to be wide and shallow so that they didn't have that problem. So if you have deeper bowls, you'll notice your animals, both dogs and cats, are going to have problems getting down in there and they're putting stress on those whiskers every time they go there. It's basically folding their whiskers into their face. So that's the other thing. Whiskers, stress, and fatigue, non-existent with the bowls. And that's that's for kitty cafe and doggy county bowls, both. Oh, that's good to know. Let's talk about, we're going to talk about where people can buy all of your products. But I know, I know you're working on many other products, as you mentioned earlier. But let's talk about the other products that you have available now because you have a doggy bathroom and a cat litter box. Catio, 
Yeah, the Catio and Doggio. Yep. Yeah, Catio and Doggio, which I think that's what started your company, right? Right. Those are pretty much, you know, like you talked about game changers. Yes. Those are game changers. So let's talk. Uh, we have a little time left. Let's talk about those briefly. Okay. Yeah. So Catio is what the entire company was built off of. Catio is a cat litter box that installs in the window, just like an air conditioning unit does. We are still taking pre-orders with giving free shipping right now. Once we start shipping, we're going to take the free shipping off. But we have been just like every everyone else from Apple and Tesla to, you know, small independents like us. We have been drastically affected by COVID and COVID delays and raw material sourcing and labor shortage. I mean, everything you can think of, we We've been on the roller coaster for the last two and a half years. But yeah, with Catio, Catio has been an absolute game changer. My knees are banged up from sports, playing sports my whole life. I literally, it's excruciatingly painful for me to bend down or kneel down or squat to change the litter box. By the time I stand up, I'm like, I'm in intense pain for a few minutes. So having that litter box up off the floor... That window height, it's also ADA compliant. So if you're in a wheelchair or you're handicapped, you still have accessibility because it's up at, up in your window at wheelchair height. And, you know, Catio solves every problem with cat ownership from where am I going to put place the litter box to everyday cleaning and changing of the litter. It vents the odors outside. So all the odors are sitting outside is a window for your cat to, to see outside as well. Our cat Yuri, our youngest cat, literally will get in there, put his foot up against the, the flat door so his brother and sister can't get in there. And we have two sets of cardinals and two trees right outside. And he literally sits there and talks to the cardinals all day and watches them. So he's a little character. But it contains a litter spread. Like, it's incredible how much litter stays inside the box from them kicking. And like I said, Lars is our big cat. He's about, he's almost three feet long. And he loves to kick the litter around when he's done. So, and he comes flying out of the catio like a rocket. But, you know, dogs and kids can't access it. A lot of people have problems with that. Their dogs trying to eat the cat food, probably out of litter pain. Kids are known to do that too. And this is, you know, up in the window, it's it's away. So, yeah, it's been an absolute game changer for us. We cannot wait to release this product. We've got a ton of pre-orders. Uh, we still, still have pre-orders coming in, and we haven't even been marketing it. But every single person that has pre-ordered, except for one person, they found out through someone else. I don't even remember what they told us, but every single one of them has been searching for exactly all the problems that Catio solves by doing just a generic Google search for window cat with a box that's how they find us what is it window cat box catio yeah k-a-t-i-o we're going to talk at the end where everybody can um buy your products and your website as well you know as you were talking i thought that's another great benefit so that and this is gross but and i didn't know little kids did this too but oh, I yes. dogs, do, dogs get in the litter box it's like a treat it's like a snack Ugh. for them and it's yeah it's gross but they do it Busting, but not to them you know so yeah and the result of make your dog sick is that big vet bills so yes that's a great idea. And then yes. the, I don't even want to talk about what it could do to your kids, but let's also for the dog, you have something like a little a dog bathroom, right? Yep. So quickly, just to talk about dog ear real quick. So dog ear is the same exact thing as Catio. Um, it's D-O-G-I-O, dog ear. And basically it's exactly like Catio, but it will come with a ramp and a pee pad tray liner. So basically you can have either pee pads inside or you can have a fresh or artificial patch dress. And we will be selling those with 
uh, as well. The patches that uh, we've already connected with a company that makes them. We're going to move them to the size of dog emails. So basically, instead of being on your dog schedule, you can go back onto your own schedule. Uh, a lot of times when I was living in New York and, you know, we'd get off of work and say, hey, let's go have a drink after. And friends would be like, no, I have to go home and walk my dog. Like they're on the schedule. I can't. Uh, if not, I'll come home to a mess. Not anymore. It's contained. It's not on the floor. You don't have pee pads laying on the floor or grass, grass patch. It's picked up. It's inside. You know, it's behind a flat door. The dog still has, you know, can see outside and everything and everything's contained in there. And again, you just stand up at the window, open the door, you know, clean it out or change the litter pad, the, the uh, pee pads and put a new set in or a new fresh patch of grass. So same exact thing. And what I was going to mention before too about catio is when you have young kittens and they're just getting litter trained or you have an old or injured cat, uh, you'll be able to buy the lamp separately and it connects directly onto the landing, the front landing. We're also working on Super Scoop right now, which we're trying to come out with our own cat litter and Super Scoop that is made for our cat litter. And there'll be a holster that connects onto the landing as well. So whenever you go to clean your patio out, the scoop is right there. And just when you're through, you just put it right back in the holder. Great ideas. Where can people either sign up to be on the, you know, the uh, pre-order list, pre-order list uh, or yeah. purchase product that's available right now? Uh, yes, and we do have merchandise too. Uh, besides our products, we have some merchandise available, but you can go to catiodogio.com. That's K-A-T-I-O-D-O-G-I-O.com. And you can, you'll go there and you'll see everything we have on there. Catio, Doggio, Super Scoop, Tommy, and Kitty Cafe and Doggy Diners are currently shipping right now. Alden, thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets and sharing all this great information about the Doggy Diner, the Kitty Cafe, Catio, and Doggio, and all the great products to come. Everyone listening, mycatio.com. There'll also be information, of course, on Pet Life Radio on the episode page for this episode. It's petliferadio.com. Alden, thanks again for coming on Best Bets for Pets. Yep. Thanks so much for having me on the show today, Michelle. I hope you all enjoyed this show. It was so wonderful talking to Alden Martinez, the founder of Catio and Doggio. These are game changers. The Doggy Diner is the one I tried, but if you have cats, dogs, these floating bowls are amazing and they have so many other great products. Be sure to check out mycatio.com. I'd like to thank Nikki. He was my tester and big game changer for me. I didn't find Nikki's food all over the floor, which, oh, oh, I love that. So thanks, Nikki. Thanks to everybody listening to Best Bets for Pets. I appreciate it so much. We have had so many great shows on Best Bets for Pets. If you have just started listening to us, you know, take a look at some of the earlier shows that we've had. All kinds of great products. And of course, thanks to my guest for coming on Best Pets for Pets and thanks to my producer Mark Winter for making me and my guests sound amazing. Now keep listening. You never know what we're going to have next on Best Pets for Pets. Let's Talk Pets every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.